Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the books. Today we are discussing chapter one of Harry <laughs> Potter and the Goblet of Fire. We're on a new book. It's lit. The series is still it's in so it. Lit. It's so lit. We are on, we're about to embark on a journey, y'all. Low key. Like, I remember when this book came out at the midnight release and I like looked at the size and I was like, oh, yeah. oh, so yeah. we're doing this. <laughs> All right. Real. That was the first right, indication. So, chapter- um, yeah. so first we have to announce the reminders. No, 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 wait, oh. wait, wait. Chapter one of Goblet of Fire. Oh. The Riddle House. Oh, sorry. I, I, <laughs> I got excited that, in the middle. <laughs> I, you I got excited. To I get it. First. I get it. Um, okay, so we have announcements <laughs> and reminders. Um, we want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We are working on a project called Hogwarts BSU, a collection of stories, fan art, etc. Um, maybe some wizard rap, <laughs> trap rap. R&B. I have some thoughts on that, guys. Um, <laughs> illustrating what it would be like being a black Hogwarts student. If you would like to submit, check the guidelines at blackgirlscreate.org mm-hmm. because we are now Black Girls Create. Um, so the guidelines are there. Um, and we hope that you yes. um, Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Um, please consider becoming a patron. We are video recording um, the Wizard Team episodes now, and patrons have access to those videos. So if you're at the $5 a month um, or more tier, then you'll get the video the Tuesday before the episode drops. And then if you're at the $10 a month, you get the link to watch us record live. Hi, Portia. We're waving. You can't see that because you're not a patron. <laughs> also, I feel like we should call our patrons Patronuses because whenever I yes. see that word, I see Patronus and then I have to go p- p- patron. But I think they should just be Patronuses because you yeah. are our That's light I like in that. the dark That because I agree. we are poor um, and we're doing this on a budget even though I'm even more poor now because look at my shirt that I got from nobody. If you guys are, pat- if you are our Patronuses, you would be able to see this, but I got this at LeakyCon. You see that? Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. It's, it's tight. That's good. Yeah. It says boss witch. If you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, um, or even <laughs> if you do, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, that way we can have more people see us and add more members to our team. Exactly. Um, We're also now available on Google Play. So if you're looking for another way to listen, you can check us out there and also wait, rate Rate and review us on Google Play. Um, I believe it's kind of the same system. I don't know. I don't have an Android, but I trust y'all. Let people know what we're doing here, and let's build up the the team. Yeah. Um, Also, subscribe to our newsletter. Uh, Most weeks, we share nerd news and links to what's been going on, so if you want to be in the know, um, be sure to subscribe. You can go to blackgirlscreate.org. Again, new new URL. Fancy new website. Um... And you can subscribe there. Follow us at We Black and Nerds. That has not changed. 
like us at Black Girls Create on Facebook. That has changed. And Instagram and um, Tumblr. And Instagram and Tumblr. Black Girls Create. Um, and join our Wizard Team Facebook group. We um, have really great conversations there. We have really great discussions. And you should be a part of that. I We got some really new, uh, new members because I made a lot of friends at LeakyCon and I never want to, I want to go back to LeakyCon and I never want to leave <laughs> LeakyCon and I want to live in that space and also, and then we have to get like, into the news and the big chat because this is a big book. But there was this witch, well, there was this family of witches who were just killing the game. It was three generations of black witches just rocking that Hedwig nose Carter flawless. I saw like, that. I saw that picture and I was the like, grandmother from Boba- the grandmother from Bobatons was everything. And she kind of looked like my grandmother and she was gorgeous and fabulous. And she was like, Oh, she was. And I knew that if I just could hang out with her for a little bit more, she would just drop some ma- magic my way. <laughs> and then the mom went to Wagadu and she was rocking that West African fierceness. Like, every day I saw her, it was like, fierceness <laughs> all over my face. Fierce in my face for no reason. Oh, And then this daughter was a Slytherin, but, you know, every family's got one. So <laughs> She was very lovely. I'm just, Not all Slytherins are bad, except for Imani. She was, a, she was very lovely. She was great as well. So there's that. Okay. Um, Potter fandom news. Um, we don't really have any Potter news. We should rename this to Wizard Team News. Um, I'm going to do that in the, in the later <laughs> agendas because we talk about whatever most of the time. Um, mildly Harry Potter related, but this isn't. But it's us related. And if you haven't noticed, we've already been talking about it in our announcements. We have um, upgraded, rebranded. Let me upgrade you. We've, we've changed a lot. You can too. Um, so we are no, we did that glow up guys. We, we glowed did that up. Dean Thomas, Neville Lug, long body. That is what up. happened. That is what happened. Um, so we are no longer black girls nerd out. We are black girls create fancy and, um, fancy, but we kind of wanted to really encompass all that we're trying to mm-hmm. do. And also like what we're trying to build like this is, we really want this to be a community Um, and I think that one thing is a lot of the stuff that we do is very much nerding out, but there's like so much more stuff that we want to do and are going to do. And, um, it won't just be about like commenting on creations. I mean, it will be a lot Mm -hmm. of that. Um, but it will also be about like empowering everyone, not just girls, but you know, Y'all know us by now. Um, but yeah, so it's like empowering you know, others to create, featuring the, those who are creating, and then also creating, creating. Our, like ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we've been focusing a lot on this blog and on like doing all this commentary, but like haven't been able to focus on like, hey, we want to write, we want to do these things too. Yeah. So also creating a space where we can also, when we, where we can um, make things. You know, I'm. You might not see my stuff online for a while because I have carpal tunnel and I'm not supposed to type. Um, <laughs> so I'm going back to paper it's and not- pen. But still, eventually, some of that stuff could make it to the site once I'm better. Slash, start ignoring 
doctor's orders and stuff. Um, or, or, oh no, I don't think if even if you have carpal tunnel, you can't write longhand, right? Is it your strong arm? No, it's my it's my left. I I'm gonna have to type at some point. I just have to like moderate. You know what I mean? In moderation. Yeah, but I'm saying you could do longhand. That's writing, what I'm saying. Like not uh, on my computer though. Oh. No. Yeah. Ooh. Does that mean that I'm gonna have to do it? Like type for you? Like be your secretary? Maybe. We'll see. Ugh. The look on her face, she got so excited <laughs> to have some power over me. It's so rude. Okay. It brightens up the um, fact that I have to figure out how to moderate typing. That's all. <laughs> um anyway, magical birthdays. Um next Sunday. Molly Wobbles. Molly Wobbles. Is, yep. Molly Wobbles. Sorry. <laughs> is Molly Weasley's birthday. So shout out to Molly and all her fierceness. I feel like when we say Molly Wobbles, we should like twerk a little. I don't know. It's like the wobble. I don't. I, leave I, me alone. I just got off a plane. Okay. I woke up at five in the morning to get on a plane at seven. And I didn't get on a plane until five. PM. 7 a.m. 5 p.m. Yeah. Because you know why? Two things. The president. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks for coming to L.A. when I was trying to get out of L.A. And two, Californians can't, we can't California. No, because we it just shuts been down. in a drought for like it four was, years. So now anytime it rains, everything shuts down. It was sprinkling. And I was like, <laughs> remember that time right. like a few years ago where they had this whole like storm watch thing. And they were like, it's going to shut down. <laughs> like y'all ain't going to get power for days. We're canceling school. That's it. Y'all need to stay home. And all the stores were like empty. Like we, I went with my aunt to get like candles oh, and get stuff, like non-perishables, and like everything was empty. And then the next day, like literally, it rained for maybe like it two spit. hours. It like didn't. It spit on us, it was and then it like, was like, all right, dude. <laughs> it was that's, that's, the most anticlimactic thing ever. But that's what happens in California because we don't ever get rain anymore. Um, yeah, so we freak out anytime. We freak out, it's man. Ridiculous. So, yeah, that was what was happening. But, you know, I'm back here now. Um, I just feel a little, what is it, like googly? Like, what is that? I don't know what that's called. What, just irritable? Googly? No, just like, 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 like I'm out. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm not Excitable. in the airport anymore. Like, hyper. And like, you don't yeah. mean chill? It's. I feel like you're going to say something rude there, so I'm just going to. No, I was just trying to think of synonyms. Okay, let's yeah, let's start hyper, let's start Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, which was published in. Did you put your name in the Goblet of 2000. Fire? Two thousand. So I was six years old. I hate you so much. This is what I'm saying. Like I literally like the first four books. I just like had. I just got to read them all together because I was young. So much. It's cool. I just. And Carol was book. one. Um, Obasi was Ami's age. Wow. I was in 2000. I was going to... I was a freshman in high school, I believe. Mm -hmm. I was in first grade. Or no, I wasn't. I was in second grade because I skipped first grade. Wow. Um, Yeah, so... (laughs) Let's that happened. Let's dive in to the Riddle House. Um, we don't. Oh, we don't have to do previously. Um, right. previously on Wizard. Oh no, we do because um, the rat bastard the got away. Band. 
Yeah, the rat bastard got away. Sirius also got away, but he's still thought to be guilty. Um, and yeah. All right, let's start. Um, the villagers of Little the- Hangleton still called it the Riddle House, even though it had been many years since the Riddle family had lived there. Um, so for one, it like starts off much different, obviously, than the previous ones. And I think that when I like initially started like reading it as a kid, I was like, oh, this is actually I was confused at first because I was like, am I reading the right book? Like Harry Potter wasn't mentioned in the first page or like even the first sentence is like the other ones are. It's really like kind of formulaic. Um, but then also it's like riddle. So it's, um, Tom Riddle, you know what I mean? Um, so it gets kind of like, yeah, so I don't know. It just, it, it was kind of confusing at first, but then once you start getting back into it, I mean, the tone is a little different too, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think too, it's, it's the first time that we don't immediately start with Harry's point of view. So it kind of also opens up the world a little Mm -hmm. bit. So, um, Obviously, like, we see so much stuff through Harry's eyes. And one thing that I will say, I'm kind of, I'm still on my, like, econ buzz. And um, one thing I will say is that it's kind of universally acknowledged within the fandom. And at least, like, within, like, the core fandom. Because I feel like people that go to LeakyCon are, like, serious fans. Mm-hmm. Um, that Harry is, like, the least observant person in the world. Because, like, I was in so many panels where, like, they were, like, and when, you know, even Harry noticed. And he doesn't notice anything. <laughs> and it was just, like, taken, like, for granted that, like... There's a lot of stuff that's happening, um, and Harry's either like, "I'm confused, I don't get it. What's what's going on? What's what is this?" Or he just is oblivious to like this the subtext or what what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, as I don't, I mean, J- Joe does a brilliant job because we know that like he doesn't really get it, but we also also we also suffer from his not catching on quick enough because then we have to, you know, wait for him to catch up so we can get confirmation of where we, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So she like leads us there. And since we're more observant and quicker than Harry, right. <laughs> um, we know what's happening, but we don't get like the confirmation of it until, until he catches up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, Right. And so I think, I think it kind of, you know, having like the Riddle family, I remember just kind of being a little like, you know, it's, it's a backstory that you initially think that it's for like, I mean, it's, it's, it is for Voldemort, but you think, I don't know. It's weird. Cause it's like, I'm trying to explain it. It's for Voldemort, but it's not at the same time. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's, um, it's definitely like, it is for um, fleshing out the backstory of Voldemort's family and kind of also, like, sets up, you know, the horror crux and why. And also the kind of idea that Voldemort is oddly sentimental in ways. or I don't know if it's sentimental or if it's... Um, I don't know if sentimental is the right word, but he's like, he has, 
like he puts a lot of meaning behind and symbolism behind mm-hmm. things. Um, and that that symbolism, it really it really takes the it it. it that symbolism shows up over and over and over again. So this this early way that she formulates this chapter mm-hmm. not only says that, like, oh, this makes sense why he would, you know, do the ring as a horror crux and, like, why he, like, he made a point to kill his family as, like, a, you know, like, the kills that he kill that he does to, like, purposely make horror cruxes are all, like, symbolic symbolic and they like mean something to his life um but also it gives us a little backstory into the fact like this is where he was born and this is you know kind of his origin story Mm -hmm. um okay yeah so we should continue since let's get into it (laughs) um the first sentence as we as we do um, so little Hangleton stood on a hill overlooking, oh no, the real house, sorry, over, stood on a hill overlooking the village. Some of its windows boarded, tiles missing from its roof and ivy spreading unchecked over its face. Once a fine looking manor and easily the largest and grandest building for miles around, the riddle house was now damp, derelict and unoccupied. Um, the little Hangletons all agreed that the old house was creepy. Half a century ago, something strange and horrible had happened there. Um, something that the older inhabitants of the village still like to discuss when topics for gossip were scarce. Um, so it says half a century. So, I mean, that's 50 years, but we're not sure exactly like what, um, like how, like how, cause it's not, you know, it's like, it's not specific. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we know, I was like looking at that and trying to, figure out how old that makes Dump or not Dump Dark, Voldemort, because we know, um, but I, I don't have Bayana's memory one, but also like we, we know that he kills his, he goes back and kills the Gaunts or the Riddle. No, the Riddles. Yeah, he kills the Riddles. Um, sometime like either before or after he grad, like right before he graduates Hogwarts or right It's before after. he graduates Hogwarts. It's like, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's I his, so. oh, I don't have half of the pentacle, but I believe it's it might be like his sixth his or seventh year. Sixth or seventh um, year, yeah. So he, But it's after so he opens the about, Chamber of Secrets. Yes, yeah. So that means that he currently is about 66 years old if he was 16 mm-hmm. um, when he killed them, or if he was 17, he's like 67. So again... Also, I I need another like leaky con moment, um, but they were wearing these because there was a lot of cursed child discussion. Um, keep the secrets. Uh, ooh. All right, keep the secrets, <laughs> and then uh, you can fast forward, and I'll say some. I don't know. Just fast forward, like. Fast forward 15 seconds. So they were wearing these little buttons as icons, and they had, like, a lightning scar, a snake, and an eggplant. So it was, like, the emoji for magical snake penis. Because oh there was a pro-cursed child group and an anti-cursed child group. Obviously, oh. you know which side I yeah. was on, anti. And we were like, 
he doesn't have a body. And then this girl, Olivia, who's like my, one of my new besties, she was like, the, the it said flesh, blood, and bone, not flesh, blood, bone, and semen. Like, how does he do this? And so that was like the inside joke that was going on. It was pretty great. That's um, hilarious. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, so the story had been picked over so many times that and had been embroidered in so many places that nobody was quite sure what the truth was anymore. Um, so yeah, so it's just kind of like how gossip happens over time. You know what I mean? Like stuff no longer really becomes true. It becomes more like myth or legend. Um, so the er every version of the tale started in the same place 50 years before at daybreak on a fine summer's morning. When the Riddle House had still been well-kept and impressive, a maid had entered the drawing room to find all three Riddles dead. Um, which reminds me of Clue. So, like, I wrote this and, like, I was like, <laughs> Clue! It's like, the maid in the drawing room and the whatever. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was funny. Um, I was thinking, I wrote um, that when they were talking about how run down, like, once a fine-looking manor... Um, the Riddle House was now damp, derelict, and unoccupied. Mm -hmm. I wrote Thornfield because it reminded me of Jane Eyre after oh. Bertha uh, dies and like the it catches fire. Mm -hmm. You know, like you could tell it was once a grand place, but no longer. Right. Um, yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry. I just, <laughs> oh, okay. So the maid ran screaming down the hill into the village and roused as many people as she could lying there with their eyes wide open, cold as ice, still in their dinner things. Um, the police were summoned and the whole of Little Hangleton had seethed with shocked curiosity and ill-disguised excitement. Nobody wasted their breath pretending to feel very sad about the Riddles, for they had been most unpopular. Elderly Mr. and Mrs. Riddle had been rich, snobbish, and rude, and their grown-up son Tom had been, if anything, worse. Um, what's interesting is that like there's that but then there's no they don't mention anything about like the previous riddle scandal i mean it was like 50 years ago but it was still right yeah yeah um i think it's like the new scandal so it wouldn't i mean i guess it would make sense um It would make sense to like talk about like how tragic befallen the riddles or, you know, when they talk about later on, it goes down and says like, as no one was particularly fond of them, mm -hmm. you know, no one was really like mourning their loss. It was just a, a gossipy thing. Right. Totally. It would make sense. Maybe they include it there that they were kind of snobbish and I mean, they are that the earlier riddle scandal, but. Um, it kind of reads to me like, oh, this is the newest gossip in this small town. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think there would be a place to do that, but it makes, it does also make sense that you would skip over that for Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, also it's totally possible she didn't have the full thing. Sure. And yeah. Like I mean... And also, it's not... I mean, like, it's... Because that would have been 16 years before Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, so yeah, it would have been... Not, not 50, like, it would be 16 years before this. So, I feel like yeah, it may have come, come up, but still. 
Yeah, but it also is kind of like far enough in the past that people may not know or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah, um, but it's also so, interesting to <clears throat> like to get this characterization of the riddles and like we get Tom in half blood prince for like a split second when they're like laughing at when him and that other girl are laughing at the gaunts um and so like we see that they're like not great people um yeah and you know that kind of stuff isn't usually hereditary but (laughs) well i actually wrote this note i um but um nature versus nurture or nature plus nurture because he's not nurtured by his parents but like that does have he does have some of those traits, mm-hmm. um, or he obviously has those traits as well. Um, one thing, though, I think is really great to note is the explanation of the killing curse, like how it actually looks to muggles. And I, because I, I, before reading this, I always like assumed that if you said if you did an autopsy on someone that got a killing curse, it would look kind of like um, an aneurysm or um, like, you know, like heart attacks or something like, you know, like something bursts, like mm-hmm. there would be, but there is, it, because it's a purely magical death, there is no catalyst for it. So there's no reason, like, um, so it says, lying there with their eyes wide open, cold as ice, still in their dinner things, um, the police are summoned. Uh, and the investigation starts. So I'm just going to kind of like run through this mm-hmm. really quickly and let me know if you have things. Um, which, you know, nobody wasted their breath pretending to feel very sad about the riddles for they had been most unpopular. Um, Mr. Elderly Mr. and Mrs. Riddle had been rich, snobbish, and rude. Their grown-up son, if anything, had been worse. Um, but the... Uh, they cared about the identity of the murder for three apparently healthy people did not at all drop dead of natural causes on, did not all drop dead of natural causes on the same night. Um, so the whole village seemed to have turned out to discuss the murders and they were rewarded for leaving their firesides when the Riddler's, when the Riddle's cook arrived dramatically in their midst and announced to the suddenly silent pub that a man called Frank Price had just been arrested. Frank was the Riddle's gardener. He lived alone in a rundown cottage on the grounds of the Riddle house. Frank had come back from the war with a very stiff leg and a great dislike of crowds and loud noises. And I think this is interesting because it's the first um, nod to trauma, mm-hmm. like mental and lasting trauma. Um, but again, this is 50 years ago, so the way that they understand PTSD and stuff, they didn't, I mean, they didn't at all. So this description is really interesting. Um, you know, well, this the, is World, World War uh, World War Two. Two. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, so I was doing math the, in my head. Um, there was a rush to buy the cooked drinks and hear more details. Always thought he was odd. She told the eagerly listening crowd, um, unfriendly, like I'm sure I've never offered him a cup of once, and that's a cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, I've off. I have offered it a hundred times. Never wanted to mix. He didn't. Time out. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Random thought, but kind of connected. Do you <laughs> think that they'll show, because we know the direction that Fantastic Beasts is going in, do you think they'll show, like, teenage Voldemort at some point? God, I really hope they do. Same. 
but I really wouldn't be surprised if they yeah, did. Same. And this is the thing um, we kind of talked about in one of the panels that I did about like the need to go back to a story that was pretty darn near flawless mm-hmm. and like the poking holes that that story as opposed to being able to um, like what she said she wanted to do with Fantastic Beast originally, which is explore this wider world um, and explore new characters that live in this world and within these rules. But, you know, all of these people have their own story. I would love to get like a small story about Frank Bryce as like a muggle whose life has been seriously impacted by wizards, but he doesn't mm-hmm. know it. You know what I mean? Like, that's a really cool story. Or, um, Anyone, just a made-up person, yeah. you know? Like, we're doing it on Hogwarts BSU. Like, we have our... Sto- the story before our last story about Hermione, but the story before that, which is going to be a series, just so you guys know, um, they're new characters. Mm-hmm. And they live in the world, but it's it's a new character. It's a new story to learn. It's a new, like... It's new people and characters to explore. And I think as I've been reading a lot of, like, fic and stuff now, um, and, well, a lot of fic. I'm reading this long fic about Remus, and I'm not doing a Connie. I'm going to keep mm-hmm. my fills to Which myself. Which one is it? This one is trying me. It's trying the F okay. out of me to go all in my Calm fills. down. What's, what's, which um, one is it? It is called The Survivor, oh, okay. and it's about Remus. One. I'm going to read that one. Um, Have you read The Shoebox Project? Yeah, I'll send it. The what? The Shoebox Project? Oh, that came up, and I wrote it down. That but one's I, really good. I, this is the one that, like, really stuck out to me so this is about Remus um right after the war in the middle of the AIDS oh epidemic. I can't and, I can't take that one yeah never mind and like <laughs> dealing with dealing with like lo- so it's a Remus serious slash fix so dealing with like losing serious to this kind of betrayal nope, I can't do it and dealing with this epidemic and Greyback just I'm sure so, it's an know. amazing fic but it's so I good it is pretty so sure real I can't handle that that if this if this fic writer is not a published author, I'd be shocked. It is so good. And like research, like she like before she starts, she like lists anyway, anyway. So the only like people in this story, this fic story that I'm reading now are Remus, um, Greybeck, and like Remus's dad and mom, but this is before the Pottermore mm-hmm. stuff, so they don't it's not like the same characters. Um and so this goes back to that whole like disconnect with the fandom, right? Like we are able to explore this wider world and we have, you know, so it's like, it, it's shocking to me that she doesn't have that and that I would be disappointed yet not surprised if we get. Voldemort like, with like a little flash Voldemort. in his eyes, he sees Grindelwald and then he's like, aha, I already started on my horcruxes, I'm ready. Um, yeah. So anyway, um, just to like quickly run down. So they talk about how funny Frank Bryce um, was. um, Ah, said the woman at the bar. He had a hard war, Frank. He likes the quiet life. There's no reason. Um, Who had the key to the back door then barked the cook? So they're already just like proclaiming his. Right. It's like a similar thing to what they did with Sirius Black where it's like all the things kind yeah. of fit, not totally, but we're just going to make them fit so that we have like a queen story that we can just like... Something that makes us feel comfortable. And that we can understand. But I think it's, I think it's great though how she does this because it 
it, it's a unifying trait in humans, mm-hmm. right? So, like, the wizards do it with Sirius in the same way that the muggles do it with Frank Bryce. Like, and it's immediate, because if you think about it, the maid runs down and says that she's found the riddles dead. And then later in the day, like, these people have been at the pub all day talking <laughs> about this, and later in the day... The cook comes and says they've arrested someone, and then they're all talking about how Frank is obviously guilty. And this is like in less than twenty-four mm-hmm. hours. Like, can y'all chill? And then you see also, how like how they people get kind of drawn into it, or like you know what I mean. Um, so like the cook says, "There's been a spare key hanging in the gar- in the gardener's cottage far back as I can remember." One, why? Why does a gardener need to get inside? That's fine. Um, Nobody forced the door last night. No broken windows. All Frank had to do was creep up to the big house while we was all sleeping. So, aloha mora. Um, but then the villagers are kind of like, ah. Um, somebody says, I always thought he had a nasty look about him, right enough. War termed him funny, if you ask me. Told you I wouldn't like to get on the wrong side of Frank, didn't I, Dot? Horrible temper, said Dot. I remember when he was a kid. So, it just kind of, like, spirals. Yeah, so, like, every, every, like, little thing that Frank has ever done is now like they're picking at like all of that Mm -hmm. stuff to to back up this assertion that he's always had a horrible temper or whatever but I would say he probably needs a key because he lives on the property so if they were out or whatever like he is the main caretaker you know what I mean and if he does the gardens then he probably takes care of the plants inside too okay you would assume they have plants or whatever I'm just saying, leave Frank alone. No, I wasn't saying, yeah. that wasn't about Frank. Not that you. Was- <laughs> no, I know. I, I'm talking to the villagers okay, cool. 50 years ago. Like, but yes, I'm, you're I'm right. right. You are right. Yes. Leave, leave so Frank over alone. at the neighboring town of Great Hangleton in the dark and dingy police station, Frank was stubbornly repeating again and again that he was innocent. The only person he had seen near the house on the day of the riddle's death had been a teenage boy, a stranger, dark-haired and pale. No one else in the village had seen any such boy, and the police were quite sure Frank invented him. None of the riddles had been poisoned, stabbed, shot, strangled, suffocated, or as far as they could tell, harmed at all. In fact, the riddles all appeared to be in perfect health apart from the fact that they were all dead. Um, The doctors did note that each of the riddles had a look of terror upon his or her face, but as the frustrated police said, whoever heard of three people being frightened to death? Um... And as there was no proof that the riddles had been murdered at all, they, the police were forced to let Frank go. So I think that this is really interesting, too, because. Um, sorry, I just missed up. Yeah, but this is kind of it, it comes back. Oh, nope, nope. I'm too early. But it comes back later in in like this chapter in a couple of paragraphs, like how this experience like kind of changes Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it also is kind of a parallel to how people who are falsely accused or accused and then later found innocent. Um, like if you think about like the Central Park Five who were accused of like terrible crimes and then spent years in prison and later found innocent, like completely innocent, not just like innocent, but murdered, right. you know? Um, how that kind of changes their worldview and shifts immediately. And, like, Frank already had a hard life Mm -hmm. and already was um, cut off from society, but then this is just, like, adds a whole other layer to that. Um, And so there was this 
Um, so it says, to everyone's surprise and amid a cloud of suspicion, Frank Bryce returned to his cottage on the grounds of the Riddle House. Like, all of this, it seems like it happens within, like, three days, like a weekend. Right. Like, they find him, then he's being questioned. Yeah, he's being questioned for a long time, but, like, then they're like, but they died of natural or something um. called, like, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, they were frightened to death, I guess. Um, and so... Very quickly, so just in, think about this in succession. In succession. Um, there's like the scandal, and then very quickly the neighborhood jumps to conclusions. And before they even have a chance to do like a trial and have like all of these like, or not even a trial, but like have like time to like let that settle in, then he's mm-hmm. home. And then there's no other suspects, and they and it's just this mystery um, hanging over. So. Like, I think that there's something about timeline, like, having the time, and this, like, harkens back to serious, you know what I mean? Like, the Potters are dead, then the next day, like, Peter is dead, and there's 12 people blown mm-hmm. up, and then he's in Azkaban, and there's no time to, like, really stop and, you know... Think. <laughs> ...add all of these pieces together and think about, like, the motives behind any mm-hmm. of this or anything like that. Like, so... In Sirius's case, it's, like, open and shut, and he's guilty. And in Frank's case, it's different because of, like, he's a, you know, um, right. muggles don't have an, you know. But but he's still always, he'll always be a, um, a murderer in the eyes of, like, this tiny community, mm-hmm. um, which like, Sirius will always be a murderer in the eyes of that tiny wizarding community, you know? It's, like, parallel. Thanks for all those feels. Um, You're welcome. So... Um, Frank didn't, he, he Frank, so Frank went back to the cottage. Um, he didn't leave. He tended, to, he stayed to tend the garden for the next family who's lived in the Riddle house. And then the next for neither family stayed long. Perhaps it was partly because of Frank that the new owners said there was a nasty feeling about the place, which in the absence of inhabitants started to fall into disrepair. Um, so 50 years. So, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just had one thing to say. So it says, um, the wealthy man who owned the Riddle House these days neither lived there nor put it to any use. Said They said in the village that he kept it for tax reasons, and I was wondering if that wealthy man was Lucius. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because that's like a name, or it's, or yeah. you know, maybe like some, maybe it's like some confunded muggle or whatever, um, but it's a name to put to this house that isn't directly related to Voldemort. That's- but obviously Voldemort has like, like I said, like a emotional or mental like tie to this house. It has it holds significance to him, so he wouldn't want um, anyone else to live there. Yeah. And then I also wondered like if the odd vibe of it comes from like them dying a magical death, or if maybe he like just like pops in every once in a while, <laughs> like fucks up people's lives so they get out. You know what I mean? Um, like. This is my this is my birthright. I um, so no one else can have it. I don't th- like. I get what you're saying. I think like the Lucius having it is interesting. The birthright thing, I doubt because Voldemort doesn't care or like he his whole Muggle side. He's like fuck them. That's why he killed. Them. You know what I mean? Like so, I don't think well, he'd he actually says- want to like own it. Um, I think it would be interesting if Lucius. I don't think bought he wants it, but I don't to really- own it. Like he wants. 
Oh, I was going to say also in terms of Malfoy having it, that may work, but I also don't know that um, Voldemort would give... I don't think know that he told people who he was before he was Voldemort, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense, but I was just thinking about, like, he let... Bella, like, he put Bellatrix in charge of, like, his horcruxes and stuff. Yeah, but he, he they don't know what they yeah. are. But they know that they have, like, significance to Voldemort, and so they do that. So I don't think he, like, told Lucius. He was just like, I need you to take care of this mm-hmm. thing and, like, pay for this house or whatever. Don't ask questions. Right. Just, like... Yeah. And, like, you know, or just be the middleman and funnel money through. Or, like I said, maybe, like, they confunded a muggle or they just have a muggle doing it. Like, um... And I don't think that it's a matter of, because I, I think that it's different to say he doesn't care about his family, or the muggle side of his family. Um, I don't think that's true. I think he hates the yeah. muggle side of his family. And that is like an emotional thing. And like, like we, you know, like we talked about all the time, like you and I are the type of people where it's like, I don't mess with you. I just don't mess with you. Like, I'm not bothered either way but there are a type there is a type of person and we see it on twitter every day Mm -hmm. right that they are like antagonistic and they need that drama or they need there's something pulling them to that um to that thing that they dislike or hate but like hate is a very strong emotion so it makes you do kind of things that you can't really like i don't know why i need to do this but i need to Mm -hmm. do this and that's what I mean about this house. Like, I don't think that he's keeping it because he wants anything from it or, like, like it's his birthright. Like, he wants to be a riddle. But I think it's his birthright in terms of, like, had my mother done this the right way, like, she should have married a rich, pure blood, and I should have grown up in a manor house like this, mm-hmm. not in an orphanage. And, I sh- like, I should have had this... Um, legitimately and because i didn't i don't want anyone else to have it does that make like it's like kind of, i don't know and of course this no, is like psychology sense. one-on-one on a on a crazy person <sighs> not a crazy person but you know but um, a mass murderer on a, <laughs> yeah on someone with like serious issues so you know and i don't have a psychology degree but it's Someone actually thought I did have a psychology degree, though. That made me really happy. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm just a crazy person who thinks about this stuff a lot. Way too much. Um, um, okay. So, yeah. So, I think I think that... Um, so, now... Anyway, yeah. So, now Frank... Can, the wealthy owner continued to pay Frank to do the gardening, however. And as Frank was nearing his 77th birthday, very death, his bag lakes differ than ever... He could be seen pottering. Aha! <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> pottering. Aha! Uh-huh. So much corniness. It's fine, though. Um, around the flower beds in fine weather, even though the weeds were starting to creep up on him, try as he might to suppress them. I rocks with Frank. Like, he's old. No one lives there. The house is in disrepair. He's the only one that, like, stayed on. And I think... This kind of freaks me out, but I think in some weird way, like, he's allowed to, like, stay on because he was found, like, he was suspected of doing that murder that Voldemort did, Mm -hmm. which, like, puts some, like, kind of good will or filling into Tom, 
if you take the assumption that like Voldemort or one of his followers are paying for the house, um, that doesn't jive well with me. But I still rocks with Frank because he like he's doing his job, even though there's no reason for him. Right. Like if I'm 77, like fuck this house, man. I'm old. (laughs) I'm tired. I just make some tea and watch some TV. Like. Ain't nobody come, like, and ain't nobody come here. It's not like they're checking up on right. me. Ain't nobody checking my work. It's true. Shoot, I'm gonna go take a nap. <laughs> Peace. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, but weeds weren't the only thing that Frank um, had to contend with. Uh, boys from the village made a habit of throwing stones through the windows of the Riddle House. They rode their bicycles over the lawns. Frank, Frank worked so hard to keep smooth. Once or twice, they broke into the old house for a dare. Um... Frank believed that the boys tormented him because they, like their parents and grandparents, thought him a murderer. So when Frank awoke one night in August and saw something very odd up at the old house, he merely assumed that the boys had gone one step further in their attempts to punish him. Um, it was Frank's bad leg that woke him, um, and it was paining him worse than ever in his old age. Man, you know what's really funny is that I really identify with that sentence, and I'm only 22. <laughs> Anyway, he gets up to, um, to, you know, take care of his leg. Um, but he sees lights glimmering in the upper windows of the riddle house. He knew what was going on. The boys had broken into the house again and judging by the flickering quality of the light, they had just started a fire. Um, Frank had no telephone and in any case, he deeply mistrusted the police ever since they had taken him in for questioning about the riddle's deaths. I wanted to point that out because I, um, and like I said before, it's, it is really funny again, how like you can write that and then yet people are like, but why don't black folk call the cops? Like, why would we? (laughs) Right? Like, and in this fanfic that I'm reading too about Remus, like there's this moment when Gray Beck comes in and Gray Beck basically says like, oh, what are you going to do? Call the ministry on me? Because they're going to suspect you too right like you're a werewolf just like i am and so there is that moment where someone as like noble and kind of serious is not serious i keep saying serious because my love um that someone as noble and as kind as remus is like if i try to do the right thing i'm putting myself in a bad position that i may not be able to get out of Mm -hmm. um and frank i think like is also like that he's very noble and moral and like he takes care of this house. It's his, like he's being paid to do a job and he does the job to the best of his abilities. But then he even like, he immediately dismisses the, the police as like an option, which is like, should be his option. He's 77 with a bum right. leg. Like, and he's deaf. Like, right. <laughs> it, it's like, call the cops and go back to bed, Frank. Please. Right. Please. Somebody's here. Just, yeah, go to, just go to sleep. Then when they come back and be like, oh, y'all are taking too long. I took a nap. You figured it out? Cool. Actually, they wouldn't have. They would have all died. So, spoiler alert. So, um, so he picks he, up his walking stick, which is propped against the wall, and set off into the night. Um, the front door of the Riddle House bore no sign of being forced, nor did any of the windows. Um, Frank goes inside. Um... The, the, he climbs the stairs, the blessing the dust that lay thick upon the stone because it muffled the sound of his feet and stick. Um, also, he should bless the fact that he doesn't have any allergies. 
Because I would have, right. they would have known I was there from, <laughs> from jump. <laughs> I wouldn't she have found out no information. And she's like, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm also really mad about this, though, because um, the information that Frank gets, because he's very deaf, but he stay eavesdropping and can understand everything. Yo, like, anyway. but eavesdropping is like the way, it's like the way that information is transmitted in this series. It's Always, really somebody's is. always ear hustling. Nobody Every minding their own business. Never. Not a Never. not a wizard or a muggle among them. Mm. Mind your business, Frank. <laughs> um, you can't go call the cops, then, dude. You just need to go to sleep. Be like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, so oh, on the landing, Frank turned right and saw at once where the intruders were. At the very end of a passage, a door stood ajar, and a flickering light shone through the gap, casting a long sliver of gold across the black fo- floor. Frank edged closer and closer. Um, several feet from the entrance, he was able to see a narrow slice of the room beyond. The fire he now saw had been lit in the grate. This surprised him. Then he stopped moving and listened intently for a man's for a man's voice spoke within the room. It sounded timid and fearful. There is more in so the bottle, they, my wait, lord. Wait, wait, I just want to say... Huh? Oh. I just wanted Sorry. to say boo. Yeah, I want to get there too. But I want to say that... Um, he, the reason why he doesn't turn and run is because he goes in there expecting like some kids like making a bonfire and causing trouble. Mm -hmm. But then he's like, wait, they took the time to put this in the grate. Like some, like people are just like chilling in here. Let me see what's going on. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that. So then, all right, here we go. There's more in the bottle, my Lord. Are you, if you're still hungry. Later, said a second voice, this too belonged to a man, but it was a strangely high-pitched and cold um, as a sudden blast of icy wind. Um, really quickly. Something about that voice made the sparse hairs on the back of Frank's neck stand up. Um, I'm curious what he's drinking. Um, oh, I, I have a, oh, I have, I have a note. Okay, cool. So I, I I'm assuming it's potion, some kind of potion, Mm-mm. but in my, Mm-mm. in my head... Okay, okay, you can have you can have your note, but it's. I just wanted to say, like, when I was younger, for some reason, I thought he was drinking milk because I was like seven, and so in my head, I'm like, he is. What is he drinking? Which is weird and scary, what, and it doesn't make any sense. He is drinking milk. He's drinking. Listen, move me closer to the fire, worm towel. Okay, wait, but and then, then we I have wrote, to talk you about that a bitch. Let's go, because I will point out where you where you were right that he's drinking milk. It's a little bit further down the page, but let's go into what you were okay, talking about. Okay, okay. Um, so the fact that he calls him Wormtail, and not Peter, and not Pettigrew, um, that part yeah. has always bothered me, <laughs> that he's never referred to as Peter Pettigrew for the rest of the series. Um, yeah. And I'm sure, it's, I'm sure that he, it's deliberate, but it's always been yeah. a thing where I'm just like, uh, it just, like, I, yeah. I don't know. I get. Well, I but, think it's kind of like Sirius going by Padfoot when he's on the loose, right? So it's like, um, and Voldemort kind of mentions earlier, like you know, it's not good for dead wizards to be seen in pubs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just kind of like he's now he shed the whole rat scabbers thing, but he can't be Peter Pettigrew. Peter Pettigrew is has is figured is liter not liter is figuratively dead. Mm-hmm. From the moment that he cast that curse, right? Like, right, that's true. But then I think that it's interesting that then his name would be the one that connects him to the Marauders. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think that that's probably the name that he 
chose to go by because that's what he, you know what I mean? Like that, same, but or it's just Voldemort taunting him. <laughs> you know what I that mean? Too. Because like I, yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be named. Like have to be called the thing that reminds me that I betrayed my friend. Like all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Because I do think that he cares, mm-hmm. despite being like a rat bastard and like the worst. Like I do think that he that that's something that he thinks about. You know what I mean? I he's mean, a coward. Well, can, he's not remorseless. Yeah, I mean, because you know that because of how Voldemort taunts him with being a coward mm. and like knowing why he's there because I mean again he's a very skilled legilimens he um and which he also shows later in this chapter too like he can basically read your mind yeah so um and in doing so can read that those dark or not even dark but like those like insecurities and stuff that come up in your head and like you know and I and I do think that Peter loved the marauders but just didn't see himself being able to like keep up and took the easy way, or what he thought was the easy way out. Mm-hmm. So let's get into the weird shit. Oh wait, see now I see it, and I realize that I read it wrong. Huh. Okay. okay, yeah, just read. And it's weird. Oh god. So Frank turned his right ear towards the door, the better to hear. This is the only thing, and then all of a sudden, um, all of a sudden, like he could hear perfectly. Um, he said, "All of a sudden." He can, he can like, hear. Mm-hmm. He turns his ear, like he's got a right ear, to better to hear. Oh, and yes. Mm-hmm. Every, word for word. Well, he did he say he deaf. was fully deaf, or how deaf is he? It said very deaf. Okay. It didn't mention, it like, it didn't say, deaf. like, he was deaf in his left ear. Very deaf. I'm wondering what the spectrum thinking, is in this. Right. Like, because very <laughs> is so, it's actually, like, vague, which is weird. It's vague. But it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more than like slightly deaf. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there are. And it's it, less than it completely does, deaf. But yeah, he's not completely not, deaf. It he's not, but he's not slightly deaf. Mm-hmm. And to me, like slightly deaf, I would better be able to. Or he like, could be deaf in like one ear. Or That's like, what I was thinking. Yeah. Um. So anyway, but he turns his head. Now he can hear every word. Um. So he can. He caught a glimpse of the small man. Um. His back to the door. He was wearing a long black cloak and there was a bald patch at the back of his head. I love that Peter is balding. Um, I think it's like a stress thing, but I also just love that like he is not immune to the effects of like all of the marauders have like scars from their choices. James is dead. Remus is literally scarred. Sirius is skinny and gaunt and he like you know he finally gets some like life back into his cheeks when during the order of the phoenix but he's been like scarred by the dementors all of that because of peter's motherfucking ass but peter you don't get spared you lose your hair <laughs> you short ugly bastard you son of a bitch you rat bastard it's what you deserve and you deserve more than that okay. anyway where is Nagini, said the cold voice. I don't know, my lord. She went set out to explore the house, I think. You will milk her before we, we retire, Wormtail. I will need feeding in the night. The journey has tired me greatly. Mm-hmm. How you milk a snake? How'd I work? I thought they were cold-blooded. Wait, is Nagini do, a mammal? Do snakes, can snakes, 
Can I mean, magical snakes be mammals? How do you milk a snake? So they don't have milk. Any sense. Not what is this snake I, smell? I, I, is it semen? Do snakes produce milk? Are you milking? <laughs> like, and when we say milking, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh. I, that's the only kind of like you know like euphemism that could make some sense i'm confused that's weird because i read that differently um so yeah how did you read that okay hold up like that you needed to feed her i really think she no 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 i think like, that you were right like i think that i just read it wrong as to like she like to give the genie milk but that's milk. not what it is so i have no idea what i was Thinking. Portia thinks magic milk, but I really, I think. Right. Is, is, think it, a, is it a magic snake? Is it a, I'm really trying to Google I, it, but my, um, my computer is being like, I don't. Yeah. And you got to stop because you keep freezing. Yeah. That's what it's doing. I have no <laughs> idea why. Um, um, I can hear you, but you haven't blinked or anything in a while. Yeah. And I'm trying to move the, the window now and it's like, no, you're just going to stay frozen. So now I can't see you either. That's fine. Um, um okay. Little. Yeah, no, I, 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 guys, I think when he says milk nagini, I think he means like rub it out, hmm. like euphemism of milking. I don't, I don't think so. You can't milk, snakes don't produce milk. They're cold they blooded, don't, they're not but mammals. Like, I know, but also, I don't know, I feel like we should. But there is the like euphemism of like milking him dry. Like, I didn't make I that up. I don't think that it's a metaphor. That, so you think magically that you can milk a snake? I don't think that it's, I don't know. Can you Google it for me, please? Because I actually, like, I'm sure I'm Googling? sure you can't. But can you Google it because my computer is flipping out for some reason? Listen. But, like, I, because maybe there's, like, some snake. And we don't know what kind of snake Nagini is. I don't know. I know it doesn't make oh, wait. sense. Wait, you can milk a deadly, milking venomous snakes. Here's how you milk a snake to make anti-venom. Oh, so you're getting their venom? Portia just like sent a link. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it, like popped up. I was like, she, she was also like, listen. How does this work? So when they say milking, they mean to like take the, the poisonous venom out of them. So then he's drinking snake venom. I mean, I guess he's had unicorn yeah. blood. He he's so got says, a whole lot of stuff going on with him. But like, weird. yeah. So it says like rattle. Um, Anti venom made by scientists. They basically it, there's like a picture of them like having the snake like bite into something to get the venom out, mm-hmm. like bite into like a vowel looking thing. Let me look at this link that Portia sent because she's on wildlife.org. Wow, we're getting into this. <laughs> it's um, an important my, question. My brain was like, my brain was like, y'all, he drinking. So I don't know if anyone watches the league, but <laughs> there's like a snake. There's like a three semen juice that's supposed to like make you very viral. And it's like a snake of like gorilla and some other like lion or something mm-hmm. or tiger. And they put all their semen into this juice so that you're like super manly or whatever. So that's what you're thinking. Um, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's snakes hilarious. Drink, this is about snakes drinking milk. Snakes drink water and do not drink milk. So then they can't milk snakes. their kids because they wouldn't drink it. So that. 
they don't have the part. They don't have the range. Yeah, they're yeah. not. I was really trying to think of like the anatomy. I was, of the like, I was like, nah. I don't. I was see literally how. like, I am not Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> I am not Neil deGrasse Tyson. But the whole cold blooded versus warm blooded and what's a mammal thing. Mm-hmm. I got no, that. No, that's real. I, I believe that. You. I kept it I with was just also curious life. if maybe. So I. So there's two things. And maybe we'll make this a, we should make this a wizard team poll. Of like, what do you think the milking is? Either he's milking him, as in like taking the venom out of Nagini, um, so that they can make a potion with his venom, or he's milking him. <laughs> and I'm making that gross hand gesture, which will probably now be a gift or something. Oh, God. Now that we're doing this on video. Why did you, okay. All right. All right. So let's, let's oh, continue. Um, All right. The other thing that's really interesting is that they came here specifically. Um, and I guess I, I I was like, I wrote it and then I was like, wait, they're by the graveyard. And since like, you know what I mean? So like Voldemort is mm-hmm. weak. So it's like, get you to the end game and then we'll do all the other stuff to make it so everybody else can get here. So yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so Frank inclined his good ear still closer to the door, listening very hard. Um, there was a pause, and then the man called Wormtail spoke again. My lord, may I ask how we're, how long we're going to stay here? A week, said the cold voice, perhaps longer. So then there's another question of, like, are you moving? Or, like, you just going to stay the whole... Like, that's weird. Well, I think the plan gets... Progr- like, I honestly think that the plan is to... Initially, to, to get Harry during the Quidditch World Cup. Oh, um, okay. So it says... Mm-hmm. It'd be foolish to act before the World Cup. Um, well, before the World Cup is over. So I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's, I, no, I think oh, the okay. Triwizard Tournament is the, the full plan. It is. Because we see later, um, um, we'll see in a second when yeah. someone else. Uh, so I think oh, yeah. maybe it's a week because they need to get, I guess the next part of the plan would be to get Mad Eye. And he would want but to be around Voldemort for that. Voldemort doesn't necessarily have to go. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll. I know, but I'm just thinking maybe he he's trying to like you know when you're at your most vulnerable you ha- you want to like hold on to tight control so he wants to be around close for that. Yeah, that's um, I don't know what the plan is, but I yeah. Oh wait, so, oh wait. I think that um, they kind of go into. I'm trying to think like into the future, and I'm pretty sure Voldemort is the one who. Um, Imperius is Barty Crouch Senior. Ah, so so they and, they have, and I don't think the, they've done that so yet. So I think that that's probably why. Okay, so the Quidditch World Cup, my lord said, Wormchild. Um, oh wait, Frank inserted a gnarled finger into his ear and rotated it. Um, he thinks he had a buildup of earwax when he heard the word Quidditch. Because he's like, what the hell? That does that's not that's, yeah. Um, forgive me, but I do not understand why we should wait until the World Cup is over. And this is why I don't understand how Voldemort has so many followers or how he gets them in the first place. So he's like, because fool, like, bitch, you ain't got no body. Who you calling fool? <laughs> he wasn't wrong, but... Well, I he think that the thing like, is, is that... You buck. I think that the thing is that, like, we... They... I mean, we see it more in Half-Blood Prince, how, like, charismatic and, like, manipulative Voldemort is and how he's able to kind of, like 
get people to follow him and then at a certain point he's just like, like I'm scared. do what I say yeah you know what I mean like he doesn't have to rely on yeah. it that much anymore yeah I mean again like at this point like and we're about to see like even though he is weak he still has a lot of strength and he still um is very powerful but um and Wormtail is a coward so mm-hmm. like regardless or not he doesn't like think that he's a match for even weak Voldemort but like I literally feel like Lucius stay getting like bitch la- like like oh that God. like that like Dave Chappelle like <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean like that like just ridiculous at least post like, order of the phoenix for sure yes for sure um also when I was watching Deathly Hallows and IMAX like Harry, stay stunning Lucius. Like, how many times is that little boy going to throw you against the wall before you're like, you know what? I need to really work on my defensive spells because yeah. they're, they're not sharp. Like, I think he's got my number. Yeah. Um, like, starting at, um, when does he first do it? Is it, in the, it be, is it in the Malfoy Manor? Or, well, I'm thinking, like, he probably first, I think he first stuns him in the um, Department of Mysteries in Order of the Phoenix. Yeah, I don't think he, like, helps, but Sirius does it Uh, in the movie. Yeah. But in in Malfoy Manor, I think he does it, like, twice or something. (laughs) I feel like he does it, like, in Malfoy Manor, and then he does it, like, again at, like, the Battle of Hogwarts. And, like, like, knocks him out. And I'm just like, boy, that is embarrassing. Um, (laughs) It is. It is. Um, Okay. Um, At this very moment, Wizards... Wait, wait, wait. We have an update um, from... Portia, the Potter wiki says that Peregrine milked Nagini's venom. Okay. So that's what the wiki says. But the wiki also says that Bim is a half-blood or a pure-blood, yeah. and Bim doesn't exist. Yeah. And why couldn't he be Muggleborn? How you know? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You know why? Because he doesn't exist. He could be anything. <laughs> so I don't really know if I trust the wiki. I think venom probably makes more sense, but... Venom makes more sense, too, because it seems like that, like, you, you call taking this venom of a snake milking a snake so mm-hmm. but cool also, yeah um, problematic at this very moment <laughs> wizards are pouring into the country from all over the world and every meddler from the ministry of magic will be on duty on the watch for signs of unusual activity checking and double checking identities they will be obsessed with security lest the muggles notice anything so we wait um, and then Frank is like, Ministry of Magic, Wizards, Muggles, huh? And he does that emoji like, what? Mm-hmm. And then he's huh? like, only two sorts of people could speak in code, spies and criminals. Which, valid and valid. But also, they're not mm. speaking in code. Yeah. Um, <laughs> your lordship is still determined then. Certainly I am determined, Wormtail. There is a note of menace in the cold voice now. A, long, a slight pause followed and Wormtail spoke. His words... The words tumbling out of him in a rush. I could, it could be done without Harry Potter, my lord. Another pause. Without Harry Potter, I see. Let's just note um, that this is page eight and it's the first time that he's mentioned. Yeah, and that is. Things are different, y'all. Yeah. It is very different. I'm. Yeah, we'll get to there. Mm-hmm. I, I had a thought and then I was like, eh. mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> my lord, I do not say this out of concern for the boy, um, said Wormtail, his voice rising squeakily, and I think that is because Harry saved his life, mm-hmm. and so 
as as Dumbledore like mentioned at the end of Prisoner of Azkaban, it could come in handy. Um, in handy. Aha! Aha! But yeah, like it, it, it makes. Um, Dumbledore says, "Like I doubt that Voldemort would want someone so close to him in service to you or in debt to mm-hmm. you." Um, and when I first read this, this is another thing about doing these close reads for Wizard Team. Like when I first read this, I thought it was because. Like, I don't say this out of concern for the boy because I, you know, he is the son of, like, Lily and James. And, you know, like, I have some familial or loving or reticent feelings there. Uh, And now I'm like, oh, buddy, if he was okay, like, having Voldemort kill Lily and James, like, then doing the math and having him kill Harry. Like, I don't think he wants... He didn't, I don't think he, like, was gung-ho for them to die, but, like, we talked about before, like, he just, in his head, he did the math, and it was, like, better than the me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that he would have that for Harry. Um, and so he's reassuring Voldemort in this moment. I read this now, after the close read of Prisoner yeah. of that, that he doesn't feel indebted to Harry for remaining alive. Um, so... <clears throat> Um, so he says the boy is nothing to me nothing at all it is merely that if we were to use another witch or wizard any wizard the thing could be done so much more quickly if you allowed me to leave you for a short while you know I can disguise myself most effectively yeah we know you rat bastard I could he's the worst I could be back here in at least in, in as little as two days with a suitable person um so really quickly um so he says he could like they can use any wizard wizard um which isn't a lie because Voldemort has plenty of enemies um but Voldemort has an obsession with Harry and it's unhealthy and he should like you know get that looked at and this is also what I why why I think going and staying at this or like keeping this house matters and possibly he kept the house because the graveyard is there and he thought about like this possibility but I doubt that he thought he would get yeah it's contingency plan but I doubt that he thought he'd get bested by a one year old um but maybe he got bested by someone and he'd need to do this I don't know um but he does hold these like he puts he puts meaning and stock and things behind people and places and stuff like that Mm -hmm. in which ways that he that other people don't and so that's what it, it kind of just goes back to that whole thing. And we see it with Voldemort over and over and over again. The horcruxes that he chooses, which are kind of dumb, right? Because I was like thinking, like, if I'm doing a horcrux, like, the diary is one thing, um, but I'm not going after like these shining beacons of the founding uh, mothers and fathers of Hogwarts. Like, I'm, it's going to be like a rock in the middle of the ocean or something <laughs> like right it's gonna be, find that. right like it's gonna be uh, you know some like random i don't know like leaf on a tree in the forest <laughs> i don't know like something that's just like an acorn that turns into a tree yeah i would have a tree horcrux 
in the middle of some forest, and I dare you to figure out which one. And just hope to God. And, like, yeah, because it's a horcrux, it probably couldn't get torn down by, like, deforestation. It's true. So it's really yeah. about, it's you're going green with your horcrux. It's really about sustainability. And, yeah, and the, yeah. And, the, and the environment. You know. I want to make sh- I want to make sure that the environment, that we have something, you know, for my future soul to live for. Mm-hmm. We have a planet for my future soul to live in. Seems, sounds reasonable. Um, yeah, don't ever say that I'm not like open hearted and yeah. I don't I don't think about the planet and others. Anyway, <laughs> I could use another wizard," said the cold voice softly. "That is true, my lord. It makes sense," said Wormtail, laying ha- hands, laying hands on Harry Potter would be so difficult. He is so well protected, and so you volunteer to go and fetch me a substitute. I wonder. Perhaps the task of nursing me has become wearisome for you, Wormtail. Could this suggestion of abandoning the plan be nothing more than an attempt to desert me? Um, so Voldemort is like really good at like twisting people's words. I mean, he's also like, you know, he's reading his mind low key, but like he's able to twist words to get to the truth. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool that we get to see like, this is the first real like time that we see Voldemort. Like we see him on the back of uh, Quirrell's head or whatever, but it's, a little bit more one-dimensional because it is Sorcerer's Stone. Um, whereas, like, here you kind of see the way he's able to manipulate people and the way that he's able to, like, scare them. Even though, like, right now he, like, barely has a body. He's super weak. He can't really do anything. Um, but he still has this power. Um, I mean, granted, he has Wormtail, so it's a little bit easier to intimidate. But, um... Yeah, but... But I do think, though, like, the... like. The force behind how Wormtail starts to be like, no, my lord, no, 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 mm-hmm. you know, um, is telling because of how well he's able to, like you said, kind of like manipulate him and have them like striving twice as hard to prove themselves. Like mm-hmm. you see it with the Malfoys later, um, you know, you don't, he doesn't let you like, disappoint him and not get away with it like he he lets nothing slide or nothing go by without like commenting on it or remarking on it and that starts to play a role in how like the fear that you were talking about mm-hmm. right like i'm very charismatic and so then you follow me but then oh boom, i'm scary and like when i when you're in my good graces like we see kind of with snape um it's everything is lovely but the minute you disappoint me or you let me down like, it could turn. Yeah. And I think it's interesting to me because I'm the kind of person that's like, well, I see how you treated Wormtail. I don't want to be on the other end of that. And I know that that is a part of you. Like, but I think some people are always like, well, I will never be that dumb or I'll never disappoint him or whatever because we like to think highly of ourselves. But no one's perfect. And so. Yeah. Um. So, no, no, my devo- my devotion to your lordship, your devotion is nothing more than cowardice. You would not be here if you had anywhere else to go. How am I to survive without you when I need feeding every few hours? Who is to milk Nagini? Um, but you seem so much stronger, my lord. Liar, breathed the second voice. I am no stronger, and a few days alone would be enough to rob me of the little health I have regained, regained under your clumsy care. Silence. Um... So Wormtail falls silent at once. For a few seconds, Frank could hear nothing but the fire crackling. Um, Then Voldemort 
speaks again. I have my reasons for using the boy. Wait, 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 oh, wait, uh-huh. wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Two things. Bonamart said silence and then he sipped tea because that was a read. Two. <laughs> then the second man spoke once more in a whisper that was almost a hiss. I have my and, reasons for using the boy. And Frank is very deaf. Right. That's true. And he hears every single thing. Every word. Mm-hmm. It's true. But all right, let's go. Let's keep going. Um, I have my reasons for using the boy, as I've already explained to you, and I will use no other. I have waited 13 years. I did my waiting! Yeah. <laughs> Except, he says, a few more months will make no difference. So it's it's different than series where he's like, it's been 12 fucking years. I'm not waiting. Wait another second. <laughs> Whereas like Voldemort's like it's been thirteen years like I could I could spare another couple months it's cool like yeah. it's gonna happen but like you know patience. Yes. Um, um, as for the protection surrounding the boy, I believe my plan will be effective. All that is needed is a little courage from you, Wormtail. Courage you will find unless you wish to feel the full extent of Lord Voldemort's wrath. And then I want you to see this note that I did, mm-hmm. um, which How? I had to draw the emoji <laughs> shrug. <laughs> Um, and it reminded me of when you were talking about, like, when Harry is like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, and you're like, but, but how, you though? don't know how, but how though? And I mean, I'm he like, could silence Wormtail with, oh, without a spell, so who knows? I mean, yes, but also, how? You ain't got nobody. True. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's, you so, that's, a, nobody, double on, that's a that's a double entendre, just so you know. <laughs> that was great. I really appreciated yes. that. You're welcome. Um, um, my lord, lord I, must I must speak. Oh, go ahead. Um, said Wormchow with panic through his voice. All through our journey, I've gone over the plan in my head, my lord. Bertha Jorkin's disappearance will not go unnoticed for long. And if we proceed, if I murder... So, one second. So, you know how I wrote that post, like, how long ago about forgotten characters in Harry Potter? I hella mm-hmm. forgot about Bertha. Bertha gets no love. No love. I like, she was like, I really forgot about her and she's like a big part of this book. Um, so yeah. shame on me, Biana from a few months but, ago. But also like the fact that they left her out of the movie though. Yeah. That is, that's interesting. I mean, I think The movie thing, I'm not even gonna try. That. Well, no, no, no. But I think part of it, yeah, I'm not, and I'm not even saying it in, in a way to like go on a rant. But also, it's like no, the no, no, Bertha no. Jo- Jer- Bertha Jorkin's disappearance is like a really key part of the um, mystery and like the that kind of like tone that kind of that's set for the rest of the book. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it's just interesting that they chose not to include her when that's like one of the things that kind of is kind of central to what's going on. I think it kind on. of also made it dumb. Made the plot a little bit dumbed down because it was all about the Triwizard Tournament and how brilliant. And who put the name in the Goblet of Fire. Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Dumbledore said calmly. But I think it puts a lot of that like brilliance on Barty Crouch Jr. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't show you that Voldemort, this is Voldemort's plan. Voldemort's running the show. Yeah. Um, which you always know in the book. Mm-hmm. Right, like, right. You all know, you always know it's ultimately Voldemort, but you don't know like what the actual details of plan it are, is, like what's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. So you're like waiting for, well, when's this Voldemort plan mm-hmm. gonna show up? And then meanwhile, like it's happening. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. 
It's like how to get away with murder. It's like four weeks ago. Um, Anyway. But. um, And also they're trying to get there getting away with murder. So shout out to that. Um, If. All right. uh, Whisper the second voice. If. If you follow the plan, Wormtail, the Ministry need never know that anyone else has died. You will do it quietly and without fuss. I only wish that I could do it myself, but in my present condition. Come, Wormtail, one more death in our path to Harry Potter is clear. I am not asking you to do it alone. By that time, my faithful servant will have rejoined us. Um, two things. One. How did he know that? Faithful servant. The way. It's like italicized. He's like, you ain't yeah. shit, but my other servant gonna be here. That's Barty Crouch Jr. Um. Who was the other death? Because I could not remember. I think they were planning to kill Mad-Eye. But they couldn't because of the Polyjuice Potion. Like, he had to stay alive for the potion. Yeah, but I figure, like, at the end... Or that's what I can... And then then there's also Barty Crouch Sr. who gets killed by Junior, but, like, I wasn't sure if that was a part of the plan or just because he was... Maybe it's his mother, Barty Crouch Jr.'s mother. No, she already died in Azkaban. Because he's... He's already had Winky contact the Dark Lord. Or something. No, like, no, no. I was like, how did Bertha he... Bertha is the one who told them um, about Barty Crouch. Barty Jr. Crouch. Um, right, right. Um, so I think yeah. it must be Barty Crouch Sr. But I don't think so because they had him in Perius for a while so that they didn't... So that, like... So let's think I about this. Know. It's Flesh... Freely Given, which is Wormtail. Bone of the Father. And then... Blood of the Enemy. Yeah, I think that was it. or whatever. So, Who has to die? I'm really confused. I mean, obviously we'll figure it out, but like, I really can't remember. I can't remember either. Does Portia remember? Portia! Hey! Girl! Why are you snapping? Yo, That's homie! So rude. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I can't, um, um, see. Yeah, I don't remember who that is. So, um. If anyone else can remember, too, who the other death is. Let us know. Hashtag wizard team. I want to also point this out, though. Um, like you said, it was like, well, besides Harry, Portia, (laughs) one more death, because he's going to kill Harry himself. But Wormtail has to kill one more person. But I feel like he only killed... They killed Bertha, right? Bertha's yeah. dead right now, right? So maybe it could be Harry and he's just saying, like, you have to stick around for... like you have to No, he says one more death and our path to Harry Potter is clear. Harry Potter is clear. So it's the path. And they have to cut his... They have to get his blood before he can... I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. It's whoever they think is in the way of getting... There's another forgotten character. I think it must be... Yeah. Unless they're thinking Dumbledore is they like They wouldn't be that bold, the... right? Not yet. Uh, Not when you're uh, weak and can't do nothing. You really thought that Wormtail was going to kill Dumbledore? <laughs> and his faithful servant? I don't know. Yeah, this is a forgotten character of Harry Potter, guys. This is a this is a pickle. Um. So, but I do want to point out, though, that you were like my faithful servant, which was like, Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Wormtail, with the merest trace of sullenness in his voice, is like, I am faithful. <laughs> and then again, with the clap back, Wormtail, I need somebody with brains, somebody whose loyalty has never wavered, and you, unfortunately, fulfill neither requirement. It's true. Bitch, you ain't got nobody! No. Who are you talking to? But it's true, though. 
It's all true, but that doesn't mean, like... Yeah, no, you're all The lack right. of, like, self-respect that Peter has for himself, mm-hmm. like... But Wormtail ain't gonna leave him. He knows that. He knows. <laughs> but that's what he's saying. That's why, like, in my head, I see... abusive relationship. I see Dave Chappelle's face on that little, like, Voldemort body with that pimp hat <laughs> from that, like, sketch, because it's so... Is it a pimp named Voldemort? The pimp named Voldemort. From the haters' ball. Oh, I was saying from I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You, I hate. I hate you and your mama. Like, yeah. Voldemort is like he's real surly. He's he's upset. But But he's got like he's got some gumption. Like yeah, he he does not have a body. No, he doesn't give a fuck. Anyway, he's still the dark lord. Yeah, so now there's, like, this sulky edge to Wormtail's tone. This is, like, the other thing about Wormtail is, like, it's sulky. Like, he's, like, pouting, kind of like you would imagine, like, Dudley would. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not, like, standing, like, his, like, chest isn't pussing up and being, like, more confident about the things that he's done. Right, he's just, um, like, he's, it's more so like he's a like, child. Yeah, he's like, I was the one who found you, and I brought you Bertha Jorkins, and I said stupid mouthful. Yeah. Um, and he's like, this is true. A stroke of brilliance I would not have thought possible from you, Wormtail. Though, if truth be told, you were not aware how useful she would be when you caught her, were you? I I thought she might be useful, my lord. Liar. The cruel amusement more pronounced than ever because he's in your head, Wormtail. He knows. He's like, you don't gotta tell me, bro. I'm already in your head. Like, However, cool. I do not deny that her information was invaluable. Um... And without it, I could never have formed our plan. And for that, you will have your reward, Wormtail. Your reward. Wait, keep going. I will allow... That's not, But I okay, want yeah. to point out. Uh-huh. Your reward. I will allow you to perform an essential task for me. One that many of my followers would give their right hand to perform. It's <laughs> <laughs> just petty. It's great. I really... Like, as much as Voldemort is, like, a terrible person, like... This is low-key entertaining, but I think it's just because it's Wormtail, and we know all the stuff he put everyone else If through. it was anyone else, I'd like, be even like, if it was yeah. Lucius or, or, like, Bellatrix, I'd be like, oh man, right? you don't even know. Yep. But it's Wormtail, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you about to get that hand! <laughs> Evil laugh. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Really, my lord, what? Wormtail sounded terrified again. What, oh, what? You know, because he also knows, like, oh, reward. I don't, I don't know if I want your reward. Right. Um, you don't want me to spoil the surprise. He sounds your like part Scar. will come at the very end, but I promise you, you will have the honor of being just as useful as Bertha Jorkins. <laughs> and then I was, and this is Wormtail. You, you're gonna kill me too. <laughs> um, which like that's a that's a valid, valid. yeah. That is a serious um, concern. <laughs> a serious concern. <laughs> okay. Calm down. You said um, it. Wormtail, Wormtail. Why would I kill you? I killed Bertha because I had to. She was fit for nothing after my questioning. Quite useless. In any case, awkward questions would have been asked if she had gone back to the ministry who the, with news that she had met you on her holidays. Wizards who were supposed to be dead would not do well. Would would do well not to run into Ministry of Magic Witches at Wayside Inns. So, um, Portia thinks that maybe Sirius is another death if he had tried to protect Harry. Because they know that he's out there. And so he, and he is a, I think that's a good guess. Yeah. Um, it makes more sense than anything I can think of. 
but we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? I really um, can't remember if somebody else died. Yeah, because that's the only other person Wormtail had to cover was Barty Crouch Senior, and that wasn't Wormtail. But... That was Barty Crouch Junior. Like Who, he killed his dad, and then he was like, "We both killed our fathers." Ha ha ha. Um, because he ain't got no chance. No, he had but absolutely none. Don't blink. <laughs> don't blink on Barty Crouch Junior. Now, y'all. Well. Uh-huh. Okay, uh-huh. we have to stop because. I'm um, sorry. Sorry. Um. Yeah. So I think it would. It's interesting. Um. About the w- running into Ministry of Magic, which is at Wayside Inns, and um. This whole thing about fourth birth, because it kind of sets up these two like things about like I'm wondering, um, wayside inns. It's like, are there magical places? So this is one of the things that I had like questioned in my head about like where Little Hangleton is in respect. Like this is why like I know that it's Britain, but like a lot of these places are made up. Like Little Hangleton isn't. Real, I don't think, and so I wish that there was a map because I know it's like two hundred miles away from Surrey, but where's Surrey in comparison to? You know what I mean? Like that's true, and I think where also in comparison to each other. Well, I think Surrey exists. No, Surrey does exist, but I mean, I guess I should look and see if Little Hangleton. I just assume Little Hangleton didn't exist. I don't think it does. Um, Maybe Great Hangleton does. I I feel I was wondering because I know Bertha Jorkins was on vacation and we'll just find it out in a few chapters. I can't find it because I can't remember what chapter it is. Oh 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 Hangleton. It's not little or great. Great it's and little just... Hangleton are Harry Potter specific, mm-hmm. but Hangleton is an estate in West Hove, East Sussex. The estate was de- developed in the late 1930s after the Dyke Railway was closed. So Southeast England. I don't know what that means in relation to anything else, but there is a Hangleton estate. Um, and in it is a picture of a church. But um, within the boundaries are the oldest building in this in the city of Brighton and Hove, the St. Helens Church and Hove's oldest secular building, the Hangleton Manor which is now the Hangleton Manor Inn. So I think estates are kind of like states. Like our states are their estates. Mm -mm. No? No. Or like... Estates are like property. That's what I thought, but it says that um, the oldest... Within its boundaries are the oldest building in the city of Brighton and Hove. So there's a city of Brighton and Hove in the boundaries of Hangleton. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it's a state. Yeah, because there's like a ceremony. It's in the ceremonial county of East Sussex, the region southeast country England. So I'm wondering, unitary. I think it's just like I think it's just like property, like a neighborhood or like a yeah. I don't know. Um, We'll have to ask. I'll have to ask some British folk. (laughs) Um, But. Oh, and then, yeah, so Portia reminds us that Bertha, Bertha Jorkins was in Romania. Okay, that's what she which, was. Um, How close is that were... to Albania? They rhyme, but... <laughs> oh, no, she was in Albania. Oh, she Romania. was in Albania. Okay. She was in so Albania. That's where, and that's where Voldemort the, was. 
Yeah, but who the hell goes to Albania on holiday, especially knowing that's where Voldy was last seen. Exactly. But I think they talk about that a little bit. They do mention it. I just couldn't remember um, exactly where. About why she goes to Albania, but, like, Bertha got some issues. Like, she's a little weirdo. Bertha Jorkins is also a black-ass name. I just feel like we should mention that. We should mention that, but I don't want to... I also... I uh, Yeah, that too. I mean... <laughs> Sometimes we have to. I mean, if we have Herman Cain, but my like, thing is, is like, if we barely have representation here, why should we claim the ones that aren't great? It's, it's true, right? If it was like, right. if we, you know, if we had enough Shade on our team, if we had enough, we she, could, um, we could, like, we could claim the ones that aren't. You know what I mean? But then yeah. you're like, eh, I don't, I don't know. Um. Anyway. Oh yeah. No, no, no. But no. But um. Remember that. Barty Crouch obliviated her mm-hmm. when she found out about Barty Crouch Jr. Yeah. So it could oh, have. Who knows how much she forgot. Yeah. And it made her a little bit like wonky. So we could claim her and she's just another victim of brutality. From the justice system. From the man. All right. I'm, I'm down for that. Yep. Bertha really Say did get name. like a really like. They also, really fucked with her, bruh. I'm kind of mad. Like, they really did, like, screw up her life. Also, I feel bad that I just said that. What? You didn't hear me. I'm not going to repeat it. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so, Wormtail muttered something quietly that Frank finally couldn't hear. Finally, something Frank did not hear. Um, but Voldemort says it. We could have modified her memory, but memory charms can can be broken by a powerful wizard, as I proved by questioning her. It would be an insert to an insult to her memory not to use the information I extracted from her wormtail. That's not how it works, Voldemort. Just so you know, that's he's so good at like kind of twisting a situation. Like, yeah. Um. Like I was thinking about the um the whole like pure blood mania thing. Like I don't even know like. We do know that he hated his muggle father, but I don't know, like, honestly, I have questions about how much Voldemort actually believes in, like, the, in the blood purity doctrine, or is that, like, the thing that he latches onto because he knows, like, there is support for that? It's kind of like when politicians go after, like, terrorism or law and order Mm -hmm. because they know that that is, like something that they can get a base around or they can get support around. Well, I don't think that's um, what it is. I think but it's But actually like... what they're looking for is power because I think for Voldemort, like his end goal is immortality Unlimited and power. Unlimited power. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was a Star Wars thing. Anyway, yeah. um, I I think that he really does believe it because like, if you remember, this is an a analogy or allusion to Hitler, right? And so it's not... The, it's the irony that he doesn't fully like embody the thing that he says is like most beautiful and most desirable and whatever. I'm not saying that he doesn't fully believe it. I just, I doubt like if he is as devoted to the pure blood doctrine as like say the Malfoys are or the blacks. I... Or, if he, or if he, it's like a, it's a bit of both. Right. So like he does believe like, yes, all things being equal, we should, like, separate the, like, it should be, we should, we should live in a blood pure society. 
I do believe that. But more importantly, like if a Muggleborn is gonna get me where I need to get to my immortality and my power, like I'll work with a Muggleborn. You know what I mean? Maybe. maybe. Like and I then think kill that them it, after, it, it, but like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean probably, but you know I don't think that it's as. Um, and I, this, you see this with Hitler too. Like it wasn't as strict a doc, like a doctrine as they, they, um, push out to like the masses because it's a way to like gather the masses around like something that they actually believe in. Um, and the, the bigger reason for sticking to that doctrine or to like uphold that doctrine the biggest thing it has is that it um is that it it is a way to like keep influence over like a large group of people Mm -hmm. does that make sense it's like if you you join a political party it's like if you join a political party and you're like like if you join a political party and you're like well you know i don't really care about the death penalty like but i guess i'll be against it because that's what i need to do to join the yeah and see i don't i don't i just don't think that he came into it like that yeah i think he came yeah, into i mean it i think really that thinking it's like, like nah. okay yeah yeah um, i don't know we just yeah um, um so sorry so one more one this more. bro is um, still standing out here um he is not left he hasn't done anything and but Frank is 70. That, but also... And he doesn't have a this, telephone. There was this video so that just came out. Television. There was just this video that came out. Um, it was on Twitter. Um, and, you know, black people are just super creative and they make stuff. So it was like, they did a thing called, like, movies that wouldn't... That would end before they start if they were starring black people. This feels yeah. like one of those situations. Oh, totally. But I also think, like, on the other, the flip side of that, because there are these froggy black people, I will never forget this. Um, this is like putting my family on blast, but oh well. May my great aunt rest in peace. So, Frank doesn't have a telephone, so you know he doesn't have a television. So this is like, it's getting good. Like, this is juicy. Oh, God. This is entertaining. Um, and I had a great aunt once where there was like a police chase happening in the neighborhood. And like, they had like the helicopter and she went outside and was like, what's going on? And they... Like the police in the helicopter were like, "Ma'am, in the get in the house!" Like called her out from the helicopter. Oh my god! There's like there is a person like with a gun. Like there was a police chase, and he got out of the car and he was running through their neighborhood. So then it was like the like you know the loud helicopters mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. And my great aunt was like, "What's going on here? Wow. What happened? That's what's going on? Let's see this. I want to see it." So, because once you get to a certain age, black, white, yellow, purple, you give no fucks. (laughs) That's not, yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter. And he was just like, well, this is interesting. (laughs) I don't know. What else am I going to do? Go make some tea and go to sleep? My my leg was hurting. Mm -hmm. Like, put that hot, like, something to do. Mundane, yeah. It's true. Anyway, now though, he knows what he must do. He says, now if ever, or it says, now if ever was the time to go to the police, he would creep out of the house and head straight for the telephone box in the village. Um, Maybe that phone box should come to you. Ooh. Ooh. 
Okay, one more murder. My faithful. That was that was good. Um, one more murder. My faithful servant at Hogwarts. Harry Potter is as good as mine. Wormtail. It is decided. There will be no more argument. Be quiet. I think I hear Nagini. Somebody else does die, and I can't. I really can't remember who it is, but someone else does die. Frank. No. No. There. I feel like somebody else like goes missing, and they're like, "Where is this person?" And he like, maybe not. I don't know. I really can't remember, and it's really bothering me. We'll get there. It might take us eight weeks. Weeks, so yeah. We'll get there. <laughs> um, um, and the second weeks. man's voice changed. He started making noises such as Frank had never heard. He was hissing and spitting while drawing breath, without drawing breath. Um, and then Frank Can- heard movement behind him in a dark passageway. He turned to look and found himself paralyzed with fright. Um, a gigantic snake at least 12 feet long slides past him. So some questions I have. What kind of snake is Nagini? Because damn boa constrictor. Where the fuck was Nagini while Voldemort was out in Albania? Like, did, like what was she I doing? I think that's when they time? hooked up. Is I that think when they hooked up? That's in when Albania. they hook up then, and then yeah. she, and then he like goes into her or whatever. Yeah, that's so she just he just lives as a snake for interesting. For a while. But this is also something though that I love. Um, but then what is? But then what does she do while he's in the back of Coral's head? She was probably just slithering around, feeling lonely, sad. Mm-hmm. Lost her boo thing. Poor Nagini. Who is Nagini? Or if they hook up after, in between Coral's head and now. Possibly. But no, but he was in Albania and then he came back and then he went back to Albania. So then he, she got reunited with her boo thing. Yeah. But. We got to figure out who Nagini we, is. We don't have to figure it out now, but just generally. Um, Kate Michelle. Duh. Damn, that was quick. Really? Yeah. Why? The opposite of Hedwig. Yeah. I, mean, I don't really, I don't even know who K. Michelle is, but I know that she has, like, beef with Beyonce. <laughs> she has beef with Beyonce? Yeah. Like, she, like, She's said something She's not even big up. enough to have beef it, with Beyonce. No, 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 it's not K. Michelle. I'm sorry, it's oh, Carrie okay. Hilson. Carrie Hilson. Carrie Hilson. That's rude. Carrie Hilson barely, let's not. I, Beyonce ruined her whole life. Dude, I just feel like Nagini has well, a little bit, is a little bit more life. relevant. Huh? No shade. I said no shade, but I feel like Nagini's a bit more relevant. Oh, that hurts. I love Pretty Girl Rock. I'm not going to lie. I when I was in high school, I, that was my shit. But also, I don't know what you're saying. I know. You mean that's a Carrie Hilson thing? It is. That's the one song I know by her. I, I want to be like... There's two. Because there's the other one with, that she sings with Neo and Kanye. Girl. And then, yeah. Who are you talking this was about? Like, this was like six years ago. I'm not mad that you don't know. (laughs) But also, I I just had a thought. (laughs) I had a thought, but then I don't want to do it because of where she ultimately ends up. But it could be bad gal Riri, Rihanna. She would totally be a Slytherin. Yeah, okay. I feel like we should, I feel like we should, I feel like we should like keep. Trina, she's Trina! The baddest bitch. Okay, I feel like we should keep going and then we're gonna figure it out okay well like through we, we the, you know what I mean? right now. but but i like these choices we're gonna figure it out okay yeah um keisha cole Ooh, good one Portia. that's a little yeah she's oh, a so little that feels a little shady too she, but then not <laughs> oh yeah i do too i like keisha cole. um i was thinking again with the carrie hilson thing but i'm gonna stop being shady listen 
The like problem Keisha is, Cole. is that they are the, like, those are the ones that, like, tried to come for Beyonce. Which is just, like, I don't and understand why they did it. And when you come for Beyonce. It. it didn't make sense. Then you get a. Oh! <laughs> that girl from Lemonade, the one that, like, ruined Rachel, um, Rachel Ray's life. Rachel but it's Roy? Not Rachel Ray. Rachel Roy. That's Nagini. And she does, like, fashion stuff, so, like, the snake stuff applies. Rachel Roy. I don't even, yeah. Anyway, Headwigs like dust to side chicks. You over here <laughs> dreaming about Nagini? You, you, you going dust. in a Nagini's body trying to bite people? Ashes to ashes. I will wear her skin. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Ah. Uh. Oh my You're goodness. perfect okay. woman. Okay. okay. We this this went left. It's fine. It's um, all right. But I was so, also I was I was listening to our older episodes because I was stuck in the airport and like it went left from like episode two. A long so time ago, yeah. Y'all know where we're at now. Um, sure. I want to point out this one thing and then we got to go back. We got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he's such a pimp in this chapter. I swear to God, there will be no more argument. Be quiet. But quiet. Like, he didn't say anything. And you'll tell him to be quiet. You were, you said something. And then you were like, shut up. <laughs> I, didn't, but I, didn't, I, didn't I didn't do anything. it. I didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Uh, so. So Frank is standing there, like, pretty sure the snake is going to kill him. But before. Um, he slithers on past. Yeah, um, and it was um, and it, fo- it was following the hissing and spitting noises made by the cold voice beyond the door. Um, Frank was visited by the strange idea, an impossible idea. This man could talk to snakes. Not impossible. Not impossible. Strange, maybe. Mm-hmm. Curious, curious. Very curious. But not um, impossible. Frank didn't understand what was going on. He wanted more than anything to be back in his bed with his hot water bottle again. Now, a sentence that I identify with very strongly, just but, in general. But also, like, hell Now we yeah. on page 13. And when did Frank get his ass on the house page? Like, <laughs> exactly. seven? Like, six or seven? Yeah, it's been some pages where now he's like, damn, I want to be in bed. Frank inclined his good ear, so on the landing. Yeah, page six. Mm-hmm. It's been seven pages, Frank. It's Frank, a little too late. You, you over here trying to ear choice. hustle for what? Make, make is it worth choices, it? Frank. Was it worth it? You can't say, is it? Because this is past tense, because Frank is gone. Yeah. Darn. Not dead. <laughs> the problem was that his legs didn't seem to want to move. As he stood there shaking and trying to master himself, the cold voice switched abruptly to English again. Magini has interesting news, Wormtail. In- indeed, my lord, said Wormtail. Indeed, yes. According to Nagini, there is an old muggle standing right outside this room, listening to every word we say. Um, Frank didn't have a chance to hide himself. There were himself there were footsteps and then the door um flung wide open invite him in wormtail where are your manners voldemort is kind of it's kind of hilarious to me in some moments um yeah yeah Um, i mean i think that voldemort has a good sense of like i don't know if it's humor i'm not gonna say humor that's not the right word mm -hmm. but um He's kind of like it's the it's a little bit of like the hairy like sassy like it's it's yeah sassiness, mm-hmm. you know yeah so the cold voice was coming from an ancient armchair before the fire and but Frank couldn't see the speaker um, the snake on the other hand was curled up on the on the rotting hearth rug 
like some horrible travesty of a pet dog. Um, so Wormtail beckoned Frank into the room. Uh, the, the fire was the only source of light in the room. It cast long spidery shadows among the walls. Frank stared at the back of the armchair. The man inside it seemed to be even smaller than his servant for Frank couldn't even see the back of his head. You heard everything, Muggle. What's that you're calling me? Said Frank defiantly. I love that. Yeah. Um, for the first it's like he called him the N-word. He was like, but what? what? Like he, he yeah. was Frank. Frank. They were just calmly talking about killing a bunch of folk. Mm-hmm. Like, don't cla- let him call you Muggle. Right. Well, he doesn't no, know what it time. is. But also he's like, for the you know, but for now that he was inside the room. Like, um, now the time had come for some sort of action. He felt braver. It had always been so in the war. So he's like, I mean, at this point. I'm going to go down right. fight. You know what I mean? Um, I'm calling you a muggle. It means that you are not a wizard. I don't know what you mean by wizard. All I know is that is I've heard enough to interest the police tonight I have. You've done murder and you're planning more. And I'll tell you this too. My wife knows I'm up here. And if you don't come back. You, you have-, have no wife. So the cold voice very, very yeah. oh, quietly. No, I go ahead. No, I, I'm just saying because I yelled it. But oh. it was quietly not. <laughs> Quickly, I thought he said quickly. You ain't got no wife. Oh, you ain't no, got no wife. Um, yeah, he said it quietly. No wife. Nobody knows you here. You told nobody that you were coming. Do not lie to Lord Voldemort, Muggle, for he knows. He always knows. And I wrote <laughs> straight third, third person. person for why? Come on, Tom. There was no reason for that. Come on, Tom. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Chill. He got a little full of himself. He was like, "I'm talking to a Muggle. Let me do some posturing." Because he was like, this, "Yeah." Yeah. Um, so <laughs> is is that right said Frank roughly lord is it well I don't think much of your manners my lord turn around and face me like a man why don't you like Frank is bucking up <laughs> like take notes Wormtail yeah. Frank um, is like come on in but I, yeah but I am not a man muggle said the cold voice I am much much more than a man However, why not? I will face you. Wormtail, come turn my chair around. The servant gave a whimper. You heard me, Wormtail. Um, slowly, with his face screwed up as though he would have rather done anything than approach his master, and the hearth rug where the snake lay, the small man walked forward and began to turn the chair. Um, and then the chair was facing Frank, and he saw what was sitting in it. His walking stick fell to, a, to the floor with a clatter. He opened his mouth and let out a scream. He was screaming so loudly that he never heard the words the thing in the chair spoke as he, it raised a wand. Um, there was a flash of green light, a rushing sound, and Frank Bryce crumpled. He was dead before he hit the floor. 200 miles away, a boy called Harry Potter woke with a start. So one, it's getting real. Because that's the first so chapter. Real. We're only we 15 like, pages in and somebody's dead. People- dead two people really because two people you're right forget about bertha you're right you're correct sorry um (laughs) well i mean it's different right because in other ones it's like you hear about them being dead or you know what i mean versus this is the first time and it and it's still in the past like this is the Mm -hmm. first like um after well we had quarrel die but that was like the last we didn't really see it actually and we didn't yeah and we and we had dumbledore tell us but Mm -hmm. like this is like um, you did. Welcome to my Caucasian home, Frank. Bye, <laughs> Frank. Like you're over. You're like, canceled. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. We shouldn't be joking. Oh my like god! That. I was talking to Kevin yesterday, and he said that's canceled. And I'm like, is that a thing? Is that a young person's thing? Is that what y'all children say today? 
don't you don't know. even have cable. What do you know about Canful? I don't anyway. hang out with people anymore, so kudos. <laughs> <laughs> New. Uh, so the other thing is that, like, I was really about to read my note word for word, and then I realized it wasn't a part of the chapter. Um, so the other thing is that, like, this is the moment, like, that as Voldemort gets stronger, Harry's connection with Voldemort becomes a thing. Um, like, the past 13 years, Voldemort's been, like, less than a man or whatever, and, like, just, like, a little horcrux rolling around in a snake and, like, thousands of miles away, so there's no real connection, but now he's, like, he's much closer, Wormtail's been milking him and, or giving him whatever the fuck, and then, uh... Wormtail's been <laughs> Yeah, <milking> sorry. <laughs> anyway. I just have to, like, pause, because that is... Mm, I don't want that in my life. Okay, Maybe. well, you're the one who started that. Um... Milking Nagini, which is gross as well, but milking Voldemort. Now we're taking it to like <laughs> this whole level that like I just didn't. That's what I meant, but okay. Um, yeah, but anyway, like as he's getting stronger, it's like that connection. Um, so now Harry's like, this is the first time that he's like dreaming about them. What really sucks is that after after all of what that happened, um, like last at the end of the last year or whatever, like, he has to dream about Wormtail. Like, that really sucks. I'll be pissed. I, I also think what's, like, what is really sad about this, too, is, um, and we'll get into it in the next chapter, like, right away, but that idea of, like, not trusting your brain, mm-hmm. which, um, like, these, until he really, like, starts to understand, which is literally in... Deathly Hallows, he doesn't know, or I guess know more like Half-Blood Prince. Um, But at least for another two years, he doesn't know like how to trust himself. Mm -hmm. Well, he kind of starts in the, in the, in Order of the Phoenix, he starts to, and then it backfires on him. Yeah. Goddamn Um, Ugh. But what I'm saying though is that like the... The, the the thing about, like, uh, bringing it to, like, real life and stuff is, like, the mental illness aspect of, like, not, like, waking up confused and then, like, we'll see, like, he doesn't know who to tell, he doesn't know who to confide in because mm-hmm. he's, it's, he's more shamed that no one will believe him and, like, it seems so, again, magic Harry, but still it seems so, like, unbelievable or... Right, um, and I mean, you know, like, he, he tends to, like, it's magic, but yes, but then he also tends to experience things that are out of the ordinary even for wizards even for like, yeah. all the time so then it's like is it what is it yeah. yeah and and i think you know and he has like and this goes into the next chapter but he like we get to see him think through like who can he tell how will he believe will he be believed and like how will he be perceived even if they believe him or not because mm-hmm. there's also a thing um i was talking to my friend about which is like even when people believe you, but they don't experience that stuff, and they're like, oh, man, that sounds stressful, or that sounds horrible, but you know that they don't... Like, totally get it. Get it, yeah. And they're not taking it... I mean, they're they're being considerate, but they're not... Like, they still think it's, like, a made-up thing. They don't, they don't believe in or the they truth don't, of it. Or, like, even if they believe it, they don't, like... It's, there's a difference between like believing someone and like truly understanding like what yeah is happening. But yeah. it's also like I believe that you went through pain, mm-hmm. and I believe that you perceived that thing to happen. Right. But that thing didn't happen. Like mm-hmm. you know you can have that like 
empathy for that person, but you still have that belief of like, you know, like, oh, I know, like, you, your wrist hurts because you have the, the carpal tunnel. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, so my, who is your MVP? Um, okay, I, my MVP is Frank because, like, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Same. R.I.P. Frank, but I think, like, he, I mean, just, we kind of get to see the kind of man that Frank was. Um, he, like, got accused of something horrible. He still did his job day in, day out. He was just, like, a average bloke. Mm-hmm. Um, who did you bench, Bayana? Voldemort. Which is actually kind of funny, right? Because, like, this is the first... I mean, I guess, like, the whole last book, there was no time... Like, he wasn't there, so, like, he didn't get benched at all. So it's, like, first chapter. Starting off strong. Yeah. I didn't bench him. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I, yeah. I mean, I think that is valid, and I think... At some point, I'm going to have to reckon with this with myself, but I kind of feel like, in a lot of ways, like... Bitching Voldemort is kind of like taking the easy way out. But is see, that- I I thought about that, and that's what I, I thought. I thought that initially, but then I was thinking, and I was like, about like what's actually ha- whoa, what's actually happening in this chapter? You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was like, nah, Voldemort. Versus like other situations where it's like, no, there's there's like a specific thing. Like this is a specific thing where I feel like he should be benched. Versus like he's in the background and he's always moving and you like know what pulling I mean? the like he's. Doing the puppet strings. Right, he's like he's an doing. actual character in this chapter and he's like yeah. actually doing things. Um, yeah. Um, and I feel like I, this book and maybe some of Deathly Hollows, I would think, are like the main ones where I feel like he would actually be binged. Versus yeah. like some Versus like the other two where he's like kind of there and whatever. I feel like definitely with Deathly Hollows, um, I'm, I mean, I, this is like a petty thing and it's also kind of like, what came first, the chicken or the egg type of, you know, like, mm-hmm. you can, like, kind of keep going in, like, circles about this, but I benched Wormtail. Um, mm, and I considered I, that, too. Yeah, and I, like, what part of that thinking is that, like, Wormtail went and, like, sought out Voldemort, mm-hmm. um, brought him Bertha, which gave him some power back. Um, I'm just like, Peter, can you just go... Somewhere. He's always just ruin people, ruining people's, people's lives. lives. He runs like, away and then he runs into in- a ministry like person and is like, hey, you should come with me. And then we're just going to ruin your life. Literally. When you, what you could do is just go to Spain and open a like pastry shop or something. I don't know. Right. Like, just live your life somewhere, somewhere else, else away from us. So I think we're going to just try again with Portia next week. Um, but I'm going to have her, because we're texting each other, um, just tell us and I'll tell you who her um, MVP and bench is. Just add it. God, add it to the like, thing, too. Yeah, but I want to put it like out. No, yeah, totally. So people, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that people know that as a patron. You can do this. You can do this. You get beforehand. special perks sometimes, because, you know, she's helping us out. Um, but I, I, I think that Oh, I was going to say that, like, no matter what, like, technology never loves Wizard Team. No, because my computer is, like, frozen right now. I'm really happy that this is still working, but, like, my computer is doing some weird shit. Yeah, her, she's like, Chrome is completely unresponsive and I can't even hear. And she's been on the whole time. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I'm like, hey. Maybe it's a Chrome thing because mine is, like, because I'm on Chrome and it's, like, fucking up. 
So. Yeah. So, okay, well. this saves. <laughs> yeah. Please. Damn it. Please, please, please. Um, so we will let us know. Oh, nope. She's back. I'm back. Okay. Yay. It works. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome, Portia. Sorry about that. Hey, so sorry. I don't know why. So I had like five bajillion tabs open, and then I opened the Hangouts tab, and it was like F you. So <laughs> uh, technology never loved us. It's cool. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to know um, who is your MVP and who is bitched for this first chapter of Goblet of Fire? So Frank wins because he stood up against the muggle justice system and public opinion. It was like, F all y'all. I'm gonna be an old curmudgeoning old man and <laughs> F you all. Mm -hmm. He also stood up for himself in front of this weird magical man who killed him in the end, but whatever. He was in a war, he did worse. Yeah. Um, he went out fighting. Right. He was like, no, I got yeah. this. <laughs> and who else? So. I kind of want to, nah, I'm leaving, I'm leaving that one. He's like, he's the win. Um, and then I kind of want to do like a pour one out for Bertha, Bertha Jorkins because. Yeah. We can pour one out. <laughs> we can pour one out. I think we're going to have to do that a couple of times, like actually yeah. in this series. That's actually like a good thing that we should probably think about. Like we should pour one out a yeah. couple of times. For her yeah. and for other yeah. people. Yeah. For her and for other people, yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's going to be happening more frequently now because people start dying. Mm -hmm. It's just ridiculous. And she yeah. was just um, minding her own business. I know she's nosy, but she was really minding her business. Like the really one time good. she was, that's when we right. got her. You look familiar, though. Where do I know you? <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I don't talk to strangers. Yeah. My mama be like, you're so unfriendly. And I'm like, I just don't need to know anybody else's they story. They could turn like, out to be traitors, wizards, working for right? the Dark like, Lord. I say hello, and then all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, I want to show you this thing. And then I'm like, okay, I guess so. And then all of a sudden, I'm killed by a dark mm -hmm. wizard. So. Yeah, in Albania. Yeah. I mean, but Albania. he kind of looked out there with, like, serious black. So you, like, you know, he's like, oh, serious black? For real? <laughs> for real, for real? <laughs> Uh, also, I would, you know, talk to Charlie, so there's that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm totally here for your Charlie crush. I've always thought that Hermione should have ended up with Charlie rather than Ron, but... Can you not? I was at over... I was literally at a Wizard Rock concert, and, like, one of the bands is uh, Tonks and the Aurors, and, like, so she sings from the perspective of Tonks, and she mm -hmm. sings this song about Tonks and Charlie and how Charlie never loved her. He only loves dragons. And that's why, like, because they were supposed to get married or whatever. And I was getting, like, mad. I had really? to check myself. But I was like, yeah. And then I bought a Charlie Weasley, like, broken heart pen from her. And then it, like, I went to a concert and it rolled down the hill. And I watched eight people jump out of the way of my pen. And I was like, could you stop my pen? You Is that why you're crying? No, I, I kept it together until Harry and the Potters came on, and then I just lost it. They started singing Just a Fucking Baby, and I was like, he was just a fucking baby! Oh, God. <laughs> and I can't believe I'm here right now, and I can't believe they're singing it. Also, they have um, choreographed stuff to Hagrid. Um, you know, 
Oh, you guys don't know this. I don't know. Diana doesn't know the words that rock theme, but they have a song um, that's pretty quick. It's like they play it every. They play it like two or three times in between songs, and it's um, Hagrid is fun to hug. Hagrid is full of love. Just Aww. don't get stuck in Hagrid's beard. Ah! And the whole <laughs> crowd knows it because all of these people have been like partying and rocking together for like years, and like. The whole Wizard Rock, like, concert scene, it's, it's a so and they call wizard, it Wizard Church. Wizard trap music. And they, yeah, we do need Wizard Trap music and Wizard R&B. We just gotta like, get some, some, uh, yeah, some beats and some, and the Migos flow. We got yeah. it. We can do it. I, I mean, I can write the beats, I just can't rap them, and y'all know how my, how my, I, my brother can make work. beats. I know. Chance the Rapper to be featured on a remix or something. Yo, the Wizard Team mixtape is going down. <laughs> so Bionna's stepmom, Bionna's stepmom is um like a brilliant singer, and I just like text her and Bionna, even though neither one of them responded to me, which is rude. But I was like, if I give you the parody lyrics to "I'm in love with a stripper," which is "I'm in love with a wizard," will you sing it? And I'm waiting for her to probably say yes or no. That's probably why she ignored you. <laughs> If I do, I have a, I, I have like the makings of a wizard parody Michael Jackson. I don't think you head. have to be able to sing to sing. I'm in love with a wizard though, because I'm in love with a wizard. You just need he some auto tune. He throwing. I'm in love with the wizard. He it's T Pain, so you really just need auto tune, and it'll be fine. You could do it. I could do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Um, thank Who's you so benched? much. Did you say he was benched? Oh yeah. Did you? You didn't say he was benched. <laughs> Tangents. So, Volby obviously deserves the bench. Yep. But also, Pettigrew for being a warm list um, rat. Yep. yep. And then also, yep. the muggle justice system for putting Frank through all that and then not trying to clarify what ha- what the actual thing was after it all happened. So, now the whole continue the investigation. No, they were just like, ah, we don't know. Right. And they're lying just like, about anything else, but. Whatever. But he wasn't even like really old at the time that Voldemort like came. No, he was twenty seven. He was like in his yeah, his twenties. That really sucks, man. But also, can we just talk about the fact that benching the Muggle justice system is like benching our justice system, which is like, aren't they permanently on the bench? Just some jump. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, the British British one is supposed to be better than the U.S. one, and look at them. Look at them. Look at them. Um, so, final question. Who is Nagini? Do you have a vote on that? I mean, I get the Rachel Roy reference. I don't know. I feel like given her experience posing as the Dilda Bagshot, there has to be a way. Like, there has to be someone who's, like, a better fit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Kardashian. Because they always post it as Whoever's black women. Nagini is gonna is gonna be shady. So I'm trying to be like they nice always, to people, but then I'm like, it's no, Nagini. Whoever you get chosen Gini. is, yeah, yeah. It might as well be one of them Kardashians. I guess you said that too, though. Oh, by honest sipping tea. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. <laughs> Ashley's like, whoever's gonna get it is shady. She's like, sipping, she's literally sipping tea. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean... thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Portia, for joining in live. Next week, we'll be st- discussing Chapter 2 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, The Scar. So, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think the real MVP is and who is benched for the chapter. 
Um, and join the conversation on Twitter at We Black and Nerds, hashtag Wizard Team, and join our Facebook group, our Wizard Team Facebook group. Um, yeah. Check out um, our Glowed Up website. Check, yeah, we done Glowed Up, guys. Blackgirlscreate.org, O-R-G, because we're doing big things for big people and lots of things. Um, Fancy. We're adults now. We're adults. Um, and then our Instagram has changed. It's at Black Girls Create, our Tumblr. Everything's been updated. Black Girls Create. Um, and we will see you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Portia. Thank you.